AV Nation is brought to you by Sure, because every voice matters. As far as 2024, AI is the easiest answer. It's certainly going to be the biggest buzzword of the year. Oh, come on. It's not metaverse <laughs> <laughs> or 3D. Oh, come on. Now, okay, 3D, now, now you're aging us a bit, but okay. But as far as products are concerned, if you want to look ahead for products, I think video bars are going to explode. Video bars are going to explode. I mean, as, as a category, not like a Ford Pinto. They're just, they're going to be big. <laughs> now who's aging us? That's right. Yeah, that one, that one was bad. <laughs> I'll admit that one's bad. What were the biggest stories of the year and what's going to happen in 2024? We gather three really smart journalists and me to talk about the biggest stories of the year and what is lying ahead. All that and more next on AV Week. This is AV Week, episode 645, recorded the end of 2023. AV in 2023. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. With us to discuss, well, quite frankly, the biggest stories of 2023, uh, Mr. Mark Pescatori from Sound Contractor News, System Contractor News. Welcome, sir. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Glowacki, uh, who is from ResTech Today, and we'll talk about sports ball for 30 seconds after we get done interviewing, uh, introducing everybody. Hey, thanks for having me, Tim. Good to see you. Absolutely. And last but not least, I'm all already, uh, who is from Commercial Integrator. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. So I, I mentioned sports ball. I am a huge UGA fan. I'm also a huge Bears fan. Neither one of them will be playing for any championship. Uh, as Mr. Pescatori shows the freaking yeah, there we go. UGA versus Bama. Oh, my God. It's even got, yeah, Mark has the big owl. And a hearty roll tied to you and yours. <laughs> Good Lord. If you're not familiar with sports ball here in the States, uh, especially college sports ball, go look up UGA versus um, uh, Alabama and my heart will break again. All right. Mr. Pescatori, this is how this, this program works. We, we, we do this once a year, and quite frankly, I think we've done this for 10 or 11 years. Um, and not because it's easy. Quite frankly, it's a little hard. But it, it makes sense at the end of the year to look back and say, okay, 2023, what'd you give us? What was what 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 came down the pipeline? Um, and and Jeremy and I know each other. He's he's ResTech today, not to be stupid, but residential technology. Um, I want to get it kind of an overarching, bigger picture than we typically would do, right? We would we would typically focus on nothing but commercial, but I want to get a bigger sense this year. Uh, so, Mark, from from your perspective at SCN, what was the biggest one or two or three? things to come down the pipeline in the industry? Well, I'll tell you, I know you, you've probably expect me to go straight to technology. That's what I'm known for, but I'm actually going to go in a different direction. And that is labor. I think the biggest story of 2023 was labor. This subject keeps coming up. In fact, we, it was our cover story earlier this summer. I, I pulled a quote from that story uh, from Peter Hansen. He's an economist over at Avixa. He said, yeah. it is a good time to be an AV professional and a challenging time to be an AV integrator. The problem is a lot of people now want to work from home, which is which is great, but it's not exactly an option when you're wiring up a conference room. Uh, and, and besides working from home and that, there's also that human factor. When I when I worked in PR a few years ago, Tim, there, I had a client who told me flat out trade shows are dead. I respectfully disagreed with him. 
And if you went to, and if anybody out there went to a show floor this year, you know it was mobbed. It was crazy. Socializing is important. I mean, sometimes you, you got to shake hands and kiss babies. You got to make those connections, and you can't do that from home. But also, you, you got live events, and people are struggling to find freelancers to support these live events. They, they failed to return to the industry after the pandemic. I also interviewed some integrators later in the year. The, the challenge is, is finding new hires with the right mix of technical skills and work ethic. And by that, they meant like a consumer, a customer first mindset. I think what's going to have to happen is recruiting is going to need to be stronger. You, you got to have better connections with schools, develop a, a new talent pool. And of course, salary. It's the first priority for taking a job. A lot of the integrators say that retaining talent is less of a problem than finding a new talent. And I think retention is all part of corporate culture. And corporate yep. culture, as we come out of as we've come out of the pandemic, I think corporate culture is more important than ever. Early on in the pandemic, uh, having a conversation with Wallace Ace Johnson, probably May or June of 2020, and already at that point he was kind of sounding a, a small alarm. Wallace works in the in the event industry, right? Um, works with IATSE, works with a bunch of the, of the unions, and he said we're going to have a serious problem if this lasts too long, because. He was seeing folks leaving the industry because they had bills to pay and they were going to work for Amazon or they were going to work for this company or that company. He said, we lost hundreds, if not thousands of years of experience over the course of the pandemic that we will never get back, right? Because those folks found stable employment <laughs> that is not working on Christmas Eve, right? Doing a light show and they're just not going to come back, kids. So you're right, Mark, labor is a huge issue uh, for 2023. I'd love to jump in here on the, the resi um, sort of side of the fence and say that, you know, things were a little were a lot different for the, the home integration business during the pandemic because they, you know, custom integrators were deemed essential workers. So their business actually boomed as people stayed home to update their networks and their entertainment systems and you know, the kids were, were studying from home where, you know, school from home, parents were working from home. We were having the same labor issues from a standpoint of too much business, not enough people to do the work, but we didn't lose people because they were keeping busy the whole time, right? They, they didn't have to stay home and, you know, wait for the, the industry to pick back up because commercial offices were closed down and all that. So the, the bigger change for us was that things finally sort of leveled off. And the big story, not to jump in ahead, what the, the story that wasn't told really was that the whole chip shortage thing and the uh, supply chain quietly sort of leveled off and came back this year. Things, people just stopped talking about that. <laughs> it either became such a reality that we just moved forward or com combined with a little bit of that was that people were like finally shipping product. You would see suddenly like a bunch of AV receivers available from companies like, whoa, we've got a lot of product now all of a sudden because they finally could manufacture. Um, but for us, it leveled off because we were in such a boom period and then people went back to work. They started spending more normally. They were held back a bit by supply chain. And now it's more like, okay, let's regroup, figure out what we need to do to look ahead. Cause we're not just 
having them call us every day like they were. It, it's interesting you mentioned the chip sh the chip shortage leveling off, Jeremy, is because that's the other side on the commercial part of labor. Because you have companies that were waiting on product, and now they have it, but they don't have the people to put it in. Right. So you, you've still got back orders on that. Um, Glowaki, did you have, be, you know, you got the chip shortage kind of leveling off. What was other uh, for 23? Yeah, I mean, that was more like a story that wasn't necessarily told. It was just kind of behind the scenes, you know, that that's kind of leveling off. But then um, it's it's really, um, for me, that AI really became sort of a story within like the buying group meetings that I was attending. And we, we were all of a sudden just really all freaked out by what is going to change everyone's lives, no matter what business you're in. And then trying to like localize it into what's my business with just custom integration and how will we, we see advantages from AI? How will we see competitive threats? Um, you can go down all kinds of rabbit holes with that, but the fact was that we just need to start familiarizing ourselves with the tools. Um, the first, I think, uh, opportunity is marketing and uh, proposals, sort of things that are selling tools that we maybe aren't as good at in this industry because we're technical focused or technology focused. We don't know how to write a good sentence to uh, convince a client to you know buy from us. So to be able to use AI to help us through that, um, simple letter writing and that type of thing. Um, even proposals where you know you might have a client who is very focused on green opportunities for their home. Um, maybe not all of the clients in that particular um, dealer's network are interested in that. So you wouldn't want to put a brochure together that is all green centric, um, you know, energy savings focused for one client opportunity. But with AI, you could do that a, a lot more efficiently, not spend as much money on it, um, make revisions, that type of thing. So there were examples like that. And so really going to what were our two buying group meetings in the fall, ASEAN Unlimited, and then the week later, HTSA, we just got like a one-two punch of all of this AI coverage. And I, after going to the first one and just kind of like sweating, literally like breaking out in, you know, hives about it, I went to the second one. I'm like, no, I got this. I'm all, I'm all over it now. Like I, I've, I've, I've started using these tools. I mean, in a week, I was just kind of like adjusted to the new reality of this is what we need to understand and, and focus on. But then I come back and I, I talked to Matt on, on Resi week and he's like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know about this AI stuff. You know, <laughs> he's like, what are CI guys are not going to get up, figure out how to use these tools. I'm like, all right, well, let's not be to totally cynical about it. Matt, Matt's a bit of a Luddite, so don't let that, you know. <laughs> For a guy that works in technology, yeah. Um, but <laughs> but we, but I do see that, yeah, it, it's it's an incremental process. And even though it's a very big deal and we all need to understand it and um, I say embrace it, I guess is the best word. It, it's gonna be a process. We're not gonna all of a sudden just be, you know, run by our, you know, AI overlords, but it will be an influence on us for sure. All right, Amala, uh, what was the biggest story or two for you to come out of 2023? So that's interesting. It ties into what Mark was talking about, labor shortage. The other thing was to counteract that in a way was the education opportunities in AV. That has been a real, seen a real uptick. Um, 
the article is not out yet, but it was something I've been working on with Pace University launched a Navy minor. Um, the Ball Navy guys, we're all familiar with them. Fantastic people. They actually launched a minor for their Pace students. And it has been a huge hit. They even had a talent summit, the Pace AV talent summit, which actually had a great turnout. So I think people are starting to see the need for education in AV. And we all have the same kind of story, right? Like, oh, we stumbled upon this industry. We just fell into this industry. We don't know where we came from. But I think it's really interesting to see now that there's a concentrated effort in bringing into the industry deliberately, not just letting them find it accidentally. There's a way of getting all these certification programs out there, technical certifications, and not just by Pace University. There are also companies like Crestron, Sure, that are partnering with other institutes, trade schools, to kind of bring in the younger workforce. And I think that ties into the whole labor shortage. Like, we need more people, essentially. So I think that has been one of the biggest stories I noticed this year. Yeah, I, I would agree. I was actually, it was in the back of my head, is, is that ties in with the labor shortage, right? Is the education part. And I would actually, my, my biggest for 2023, and this is, I typically don't comment on stories, but on this episode I do, AI, and I'm with Jeremy on this, is to me the biggest thing for AV, because I think it's the biggest thing for society in general, right? Uh, I did an interview with, with Joe Pham a couple of weeks ago, and that is exactly his words, right? This is the biggest iteration since fire, I think is what is what Pham said. And not because it's going to overtake our jobs, right? And all, you know, all four of us write for a living in some way, shape, or form. Yes, I talk a lot and I ask questions, but every once in a while I sit down at a computer and I type things. Not that it's going to take our job, right? But it's going to help us and those of us who embrace it and learn it and learn how to use it and leverage it as a tool, it has the opportunity to make us better. But to the labor part, no, Mark, it's not going to pull cable, right? We know that. We get that. But in the marketing department, 100%, right? In writing proposals, like Jeremy said, I mean, I, I love the salespeople that we work with here at CTI, but God love them. They're lazy, right? I mean, they're, they're just, they're, they're, they, they would rather pass it off to somebody else to write the proposal. Well, guess what, kids? You can do be faster, better, stronger, more efficient by leveraging these, these tools. Um, and, and probably in a year, Mitchell will, will make me listen to this episode before I do next year's. I'm probably going to say the same thing. For 24, for 24 and 25, AI is still going to be the thing. You know, Julian Phillips from uh, AVISPL, he actually wrote a, a, an article for us in the magazine, and he is proposing that companies have a chief artificial intelligence officer. And it, yeah. it, that dovetails exactly into what you're saying. It's like, look, it, it's coming whether you want it or not. The question is, what are you going to do with it? And how's it going to help you or hurt you in the future? That was one of the biggest pieces of advice that uh, I heard repeatedly was you need a committee within your company, no matter how, how, how big of a company it is. If it's two people, it's five people, people that are really into learning about new stuff technology-wise, which you would hope would be a, every integrator in a company, but whatever, you know, people want to expand their horizons to so have that committee and really sort of like assign each of you to work on this. You'd be the chat GPT guy. You'd be the guy that works with the visual tools, you know, whatever they are, report back on a monthly basis and say, where can we apply this to our business? There was a great quote from a guy at uh, the HCSA conference that I went to that he's, his, his name is Matt Grant. He's with I Hear Technology Group in Montana. And I love just the way he kind of like brought it down to basic levels. Um, 
He said, I can look at what we can do responsibly within our company, where we can use the tool to enhance our clients' experience and our employees' experience. How can we enhance their lives and make things more efficient? For me, it's definitely not how can I replace people with AI. It's how can I make them more efficient so that they can enjoy their lives more and they can give a better experience to our clients. And it was just like, that's amazing. Like we always think about, you know, we have to work more. We have to, everything's got to be hard. You know, we got to earn our money. It's like at a certain point, it would really be nice to find ways to make our lives just better in general, like have more time. Um, it's a really strange concept, you know, to have more time to do other stuff besides work. Um, and I just love that, that, that guy, you know, he lives in Montana for a reason, you know, he kind of like understands <laughs> better things in life, I guess, outside of work. It's lower pace. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. To your point, Jeremy, I think you make a very good point because I did a business resources deep dive uh, and it was all about how AI is getting into business resources, which you mentioned with the project proposals. I know a lot of companies are actually putting it at the forefront, like ex-Navy and everything. They're, they're streamlining project proposals so that integrators do not have to sit and do all the field work themselves. They have AI to help them. So I think there is that bridge where it won't take over, like everybody's been saying, it won't take over our industry, but it will help us advance in the industry. I think that's definitely a point to make. Uh, one of our uh, columnists, Alan C. Brown of Brown and Consulting, yep. has been doing a whole series on AI where he's gone back to the origins of AI, what actually is AI, where did it all come from, and how it's progressing. So it's not just chat GPT that has just come into the world. It's AI has always been there. It's how we are now using it in the industry. This is Aaron Marmoran of EdTech. The world of higher ed AV is growing rapidly. That's why each month we hear from the best and brightest from colleges and universities all over the U.S. Check out EdTech on avnation.tv or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, uh, Amala, this is where we turn the corner and we say, okay, 2023 is over. Now we take out the tarot cards and we do some forecasting. Some uh, some looking ahead. I, I said this before, and I'll probably say it till I retire. If anything, the pandemic taught me not to look beyond a year or two, right? Because you know, all all of us have asked the question: Oh, where do you see the industry in five years? Bull. Ain't nobody knows what five years is, right? But I think we can we can safely, and I say that a little bit, you know, cautiously. We can safely look ahead to twelve months. Right. So, Amala, what is going to be the biggest thing in 2024? Two um, answers to that. So the first one is something that our uh, partners at NSCA have also talked about. We did the financial analysis of the industry a webinar with Dan Pirisi, our editor in chief. Yep. So Chuck Wilson and Tom LeBlanc from NSCA pointed out that, of course, talent shortage, which was the biggest challenge in 2023, is going to be the focus in 2024. And we're already seeing that with these education opportunities trying to bridge that gap. So I think definitely in 2024, we have to look at how that pool is going to change, especially we're trying to bring in more diversity, equity within the talent force that we're looking at. The second thing I would say is there's that blurring of lines now between the commercial and residential side um, with the whole how the pandemic evolved that and everything. So I think that is another thing to look out for in 2024. I know we had um, the Commercial Integrator Expo on the floor co-located with CDI Expo and it had a good response. So we're starting to see a trend in that commercial residential 
merge and I'm really excited to see how that goes. All right. Mr. Gowaki, what is uh, what is the next year look for you? Yeah, crystal ball is really difficult and I've never been good at it. I, I w- would just say that I think that b- because the business leveled off this year after having such a boom period during the pandemic um, and having to kind of rein it back in because it was gone from just in time business to having to inventory purchase product that you can get when you can get it, that things are going to go back to more of a just in time business. We're going to see um, more products available um, maybe even too much, too much, uh, stock from the manufacturers who've had to kind of overcorrect. Um, but I, I do think that the industry is going to start picking back up in terms of just the momentum that, it, that it was lacking. Um, it, things got quiet and you don't hear much when things slow down. People aren't really publicizing the fact that they're a little worried about business. Um, I, I feel like the momentum is going to shift that there, there's a need for, you know, new home construction is a really big deal with our industry. And so obviously financing homes and um, constructing new neighborhoods and that sort of thing um, is really a factor that drives our industry. But so some of it's beyond our industry more than we can kind of handle there. But even if it's retrofit, I see that it'll it'll rebound in general. It's a very vague answer, but I feel like my my hope my op, I'm optimistic as opposed to pessimistic about what's around the corner. I do still say that AI is going to be a story that we'll tell. We'll still talk about lighting in terms of technology trends that are going to continue to grow. Lighting fixture sales. It's not something that the traditional AV integration world on the Resi side was doing, and it's become sort of like the new buzz. Um, I do think that healthy home is going to continue to be a out there possibility as well as power management as certain markets need to turn to alternative energy and we need to manage that in these large homes. You know, you can't just put in solar and that's how it works. You need to manage the time of use and all of that. So all those little things will continue to grow in terms of technology trends. Um, but Overall, I'm pretty optimistic about next year. Mark, you'll have the last one on this one. Well, uh, I was going to say, as far as 2024, AI is the easiest answer. It's certainly going to be the biggest buzzword of the year. Oh, come on. It's not metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> or 3D. Oh, come on. Now, okay, 3D. Now, now you're aging us a bit. But okay. Uh, to me, 2024 is really about now what? And let me explain what I mean by that. As, as a company... Did you build it? And did they come? Were companies able to entice their workers to come back? Have you achieved meeting equity? And uh, and are AV systems for the past few years actually delivering on their promise? I, I think the biggest thing in 2024 will be tweaking the smaller things. And by that, I mean improving the user experience, simplifying technology. More of a, actually, Jeremy would be a, a, a consumer approach to pro AV. Don't impress me with all these buttons. Look, everybody on this call, we love pressing buttons. Oh, I can do this. I can. Most people say, just I, I just need the one button to get everything to work. In other words, to paraphrase uh, Jerry Maguire, show me the button. <laughs> I like that. But as far as products are concerned, if you want to look ahead for products, I think video bars are going to explode. Video bars are going to explode. I mean, as as a category, not like a Fort Pinto. They're just they're going to be big. <laughs> Now who's aging us? That's right. Yeah, that one, that one was bad. <laughs> I'll admit, that one's bad. 
And uh, I'm also going to, I'll, I'll go out there and I'll say 21 by nine displays are going to dominate new installs at the corporate world. Goodness. I hope not. Why? I, they're I, cool. I they're long. I, and they're wide. I agree with you, but, and, and maybe I'm just aging myself, but I look at that and I'm like, why, why do we doing this? Like, why? But so you I can have, you. so you can have information overload on your screen. I, I know. And that's why I just, no, I have enough meeting <laughs> overload. All right. Um, but you're not wrong. I just, I don't, I, I don't like the fact that you're not wrong. Um, I, I'm going to select, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Pescatori on this and I'll say it a different way. This is going to be the year of small iterations. Um, it has been a minute since we have walked out of ISE, since we have walked out of Infocom, since we have walked out of Cedia, and went, holy crap, can you believe what this person did, right? What this company came up with. It has been a minute since we have all been blown away by some ginormous leap in the industry or technology. And unfortunately, I think 24 is going to be another one of those years. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Right. Mark's right. They're going to slim down and, and, and focus more on the experience. But the experience is not a jump forward in the technology. Right. Twelve years ago, when they started talking about AV over IP, 13 years ago now, they started talking about AV over IP. We all walked out of Infocom going, holy crap, we can send HD over a Cat5. That's amazing. Right. We're still waiting for that, 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 that thing to happen. Uh, and I don't think it's in 24. I really don't now. We're recording this in December. Mitchell's going to release it, you know, uh, towards the end of 23 into 24. We're about four, six weeks away from ISC. I could totally be wrong, and I'd love it, right? I would love for all of us to walk out of Barcelona going, holy crap, they did what? But, again, because I'm, we're recording and I, and I have to have something here, that, that is my, my two cents, and I think it's a, it's a year of smaller iterations. So. Well, I think the fact is, I mean, when the pandemic happened, a lot of people just sort of, and I don't want to say rushed because that's not fair and that's not accurate. They couldn't rush. Right. They couldn't rush, but they wanted to get these new systems in place. Oh, we have to have this. We have to have this. We have to have this. And I think this next coming year is where they stop, sit back and go, did it, did it actually work? What's working? What didn't work? What do we have to fix? What can yeah. we learn from the past three years that we can apply moving forward that will save money and make things more efficient? All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, Mark Pescatori from SCN. How do people connect with you or Systems Contractor News or AV Network? Just find us at avnetwork.com. All right, very good. Mr. Gowaki, always good to see you, sir. Uh, thanks for coming to this side, to the, to the dark side uh, for a minute. Um, how do people connect with you? Uh, visit restechtoday.com and, uh, you know, check out our podcast. We, we do it weekly and kind of catch up, usually one-on-one -on -one with someone from the industry and, and talk about their career and, Tell stories, which is kind of just a fun little diversion from everyday news. Glowalki does a really kick-ass job, and you should listen to him. Thank you very much. You 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 got me into this in the first place. I was scared to to talk publicly. I like talking behind the scenes where I could edit everything I said to somebody. So it uh, it, it was you that pushed me into this. I appreciate it. So you're saying it's my fault? Is that what that's? It's what your fault. You. All right, <laughs> I'm all, very nice to see you, ma'am. Um, how do people connect with you or CI? Um, you can reach me, reach me at uh, Twitter at Amala Reddy or sign up for our newsletters at Commercial Integrator. All right, very good. Uh, for me, for Tim Albright, don't follow me on any of the socials because I will be talking about some sort of sports team that sucks that I like. Uh, right now, it's the Bears. So that, that's what you got. That or the Blues. I know, thank you, Mark. I oh. appreciate it. Oh, yeah. How'd you get there? 
Anybody. I need something to rip. I have nothing. (laughs) Anybody but Bama. Um, But go by the website, if you would, please. By the time this comes out, I should have asked Mitchell uh, when this was. I think this is the first of the year. Um, The Aviation 2023 uh, Reader's Choice Awards voting will be live. Um, And so go to the website and check that out. Also, we'll be heading to um, uh, ISE, actually partnering with our friends at Commercial Integrator for the tweet up, uh, a, a commercial integrator in the 40 under 40, as well as HD base T that is on the uh, 30th of January, Tuesday, uh, from four to six CET in the HD base T booth. So you can register for that as well on the site. So all that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That is all the time we have for AV week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation.